Uh, I get, you know, my, my dad is a Yankees fan, you know, New Jersey trash classic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I didn't watch sports for like, I didn't like watch sports on TV forever. Um, baseball was actually the thing that brought me back into watching sports after watching the two, uh, the two giant Super Bowls and then just never really giving a shit, um, during that little edgy area era I went through. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, uh, 2013, I'm like, I'm bored. It's the summer. I'm literally sitting in my basement playing Diablo three. Mm. Um, I'll just start watching Mets games to be a contrarian and, you know, came from there. And you know, you can't like get into baseball. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Yankees fan. I mean, I could have, I would have had like a carte blanche to do so, but it didn't seem right. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And you, you, you like the, like, I feel like, so now I could be getting this completely wrong, but you know, I, I feel like New York sports, it's like the Yankee fan is the guy on wall street hey yanks are playing today and then the mets fans the plumber the just fat piece of shit plumber with like it's oh there's plenty of yankees plumbers too there's there's plenty of that honestly i think that has actually kind of switched now i'd say i think i think you'd probably more likely to find like uh a yuppie transplant like take up the mantle of uh being a mets fan way quicker than a yankees fan i don't know how true that is you know i haven't lived in the northeast for a fucking decade but I see. I see. Armenian, your baseball history. I actually haven't even really talked to you about baseball much. Uh, I mean, I was pretty, uh, you know, around the same time that I got into all sports, which is Mm -hmm. like the age of eight. Um, The year that the very the same year as like the UCLA Rose Bowl year that we the uh, 94 uh, the 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 what ninety three season. That's kind of when I got into all sports at the same time. I used to watch every single Dodger game. Um, so I was a big Dodgers fan and, and, you know, go to a few games, one or two games a year. Um, and a lot of suffering with baseball, a lot of suffering because the Dodgers sucked in the nineties. I mean, they made a few playoffs, yeah, but like, they never even won a fucking playoff game in the nineties. I don't mm-hmm. think something like that. Like literally not even forget a series. I they may so. have not even won a fucking game in the entire, since from, from 93, throughout the 90s uh baseball is such a grueling season to follow that if you're following a team if you don't win the world series the entire season is a complete waste regardless um at least in my like it's just like you know you i I fucking uh, if a baseball team wins one playoff series i'm like all right that was all right yeah the 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 fucking the dodgers in those years were first of all they always had good pitching and they always had horrendous hitting and Mm -hmm. so it was like it, it was the most it was the most anally retentive experience as a fan where you would just like it like because they laid they followed all the wrong you know they did all the they all they did all the bad stuff money ball wise um in terms of their front office and so they had all these like they had all these guys who would strike out all the time uh games would be two to one all the time and it was just like yeah they had all these like guys who were like batting two two oh five and fucking getting the most at bats because yeah. they were fast and shit and it was like the most frustrating thing to watch as a fan over a course of a year because they were still good enough to compete for like mm-hmm. a playoff spot. But, and they had always, they always had a rookie of the year, like for five years in a row uh, in those, in the nineties run. Hideo Nomo was one of them yes. um, later on, but like, you know, it was like, was Pedro Ralph, one of them or no, he was, he was with Montreal. I think. Pa- Pedro was with Montreal. No, wait, no. Pedro was traded to Montreal From by the, Dodger. the Dodgers wow. for who? Delino de Shields. Nice. This is like the Babe Ruth curse of the LA Dodgers fans was trading Pedro Gonzalez for Delino de Shields in 91 or 90. I don't know if Pedro got was rookie of the year though, 
Um, I don't know if he played enough or whatever when he was with the Dodgers, no. but no, he it actually, went like this. Yeah, he wasn't that good actually early. He was like good, but not like yeah. He became great in Montreal, yeah. but like he was. So it was Eric Caros won it, oh. and oh. then Raul Mondesi, and then Mike Piazza, and then um, and then uh, Nomo maybe. Nomo was given, yeah, and then I'm missing. I'm forgetting one, and then it was like Nomo. I'm gonna, um, yeah, I'm gonna look up Dodgers rookie of the year right now that you said. Yeah, that. I think that was five in a row. I think it was like five in a row. Um, but it never amounted to anything. Um, and then they traded Piazza in the late nineties and that was a big disaster. And then they sold the team to Frank McCourt who was cheap and didn't de- well, deserve to own the Dodgers, but man, yeah. being an East coast guy, I, I really love watching, you know, it was like, it'll be like June 18th or something. And you'll be like 10 o'clock at night and you need something to fall asleep to and just throwing on like a, a Dodgers and Giants series. It's always good. Yep. I feel like there's not an equivalent to that if you're like a West Coast type of guy. Yeah. No, the only equivalent, honestly, to that ever has been college football Saturday, which is my favorite day of ever. Yeah. Uh, I really wish that, I fucking liked college football, man. I'm really entirely fucking jealous of people. Being in North like, Carolina and not liking college sports is kind of wild. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm not from North Carolina uh, either, you know, and I didn't go to like a big school in North Carolina. Mm. Uh, yeah, New Yorkers and New, New Jerseyers aren't big college sports no. people. No, they don't even like Rutgers. They're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, they're, they're like, fuck Rutgers. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, what are you, Syracuse? Well, only you know, Jackie April Jr. liked Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, Uncle in the Rutgers, I failed out. Yeah. I'm going to do better. <laughs> Couldn't handle the nucleotides and shit. Yeah. I remember he said that was literally a line from The Sopranos that I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and because Rutgers is like, Rutgers played the first college football game of all time, but they've what? sucked. Yeah. They literally were played the first call. I know this because some R- R- Rutgers fan reporter mm-hmm. keeps on bringing it up, but it was there. Uh, yeah. yeah the one and thing they hang their hat on is the that one thing. Game. Yeah. And Not they the best, the first. The first. Yeah. But they've sucked for so long with a few, you know, brief and minor exception years with uh, what's his face, Greg Schiano. Yeah, um, Greg Schiano. Yeah, classic. Sing us a song, Mister Schiano, man, as his, his nickname. But the uh, the oh the Dodgers rookie of the year you were missing is uh, how could you miss this Hall of Famer Todd Hollinsworth? Just that was the Dodger rookie of the year. Todd Hollinsworth. Yeah, talk about like like, and he was like a bust. I mean, he was flashing the pan. Year. Flash he was a total pan. flash in the pan. Total flash in the pan. For the for the really bad Dodger years, he was like their number three hitter, and that was indicative of their lineup. Like like Todd Hollinsworth and and um not even until like Paul Laduca came on did they even have like any semblance of offense. I remember, but the uh, let's see. Um, oh, Glenn, what about your baseball experience? I'm glad you asked. Glenn, I, please, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I forgot to ask myself the question. See, I'm not Charlie Rose. I'm on and, the. I'm on. I'm sorry, oh, I got rid of. No, 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 you're good. But uh, um, the uh, Charlie, Char, Char, I'm I'm not Charlie Rose, so I didn't remember to ask myself the, the question. But I um, so I actually was like a, really into baseball. It was the, and as into the NFL as I am now. Um, I'm just a big proponent of the NFL, the Shield itself. But I uh, now or this for the first 14 years of my life, I was a rabid baseball fan, 14 to even 16 years old. I played in high school. I was actually a pretty good pitcher. Um, uh, In fact, my second to last start in high school was a no hitter, not to brag. 
Um, I, you can brag on that. You can. I would. I would brag on that. Well, I, I kind of. Yeah, I was kind of like hoping you guys would lift that one up for me. I'll, but, I'll yeah, raise that mantle for yeah. you, man. That's it. So I actually have the ball here too. This is the the actual ball. It's censored. You censored it out. I don't believe you did it. Now. Well, yeah, it's uh, it says the N word on it, so I didn't want to. But uh, your favorite player signed it. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, signed signed by Frank Robinson. Yeah, but uh, the uh, so I had um, yeah. It was funny. My second to last start in high school was a no hitter. The last one, I gave up seven runs in the first inning and had to get the relief pitcher come in for me because that's just the game, dude. Absolutely shelled. Just getting absolutely shelled. So um, yeah, I loved it as a kid. My dad was a Yankee fan, rabid Yankee fan, born in West Islip, New York, and uh, he moved out. He was one of those ones where he moved out of New York at age three, but you'll he just ha- had that carte blanche to be a Yankee fan. So it's like, why would you mm-hmm. not? And uh, he witnessed the Reggie Jackson years, uh, stuff like that. Just like when Son of Sam was just killing everybody, and, and uh, you know, in New York was like crazy because like the city was in the ter- in turmoil and stuff. But then like the Yankees were still really fucking good. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. I'm kind of like a fucking a faker here because like I don't hate the Yankees as like a Mets fan. Like I'm kind of like baseball yeah. is enough of a who gives a fuck thing. But just like watching the Yankees is so fucking boring, even for baseball mm-hmm. standards. I'll agree. It's just like there's nothing. I'll agree. There's nothing really to chant. Like it's just like okay. It's yeah, like watching Duke game. basketball. Awesome. Like Duke basketball, you're like, this yeah. is never fucking fun, dude. And I yeah, just even yeah. What's well, yeah? They don't allow facial hair. They don't allow like you know they have like like the dress code which mm-hmm. wait like, they do yeah the Yankees don't allow facial hair I didn't know oh, that oh yeah that was a Steinbrenner Steinbrenner rule oh shit I didn't realize that survived the age of uh, you know yeah racial racial sensitivity oh no the Dominican guys try to like tiptoe around it with like their little Dominican like there's like there's like a threshold I think you can have a little bit but it's like it's like flight attendants where they would measure your waistline in the, you know in the 40s and 50s like you had to be skinny and stuff like it was it was they have that they have like little thresholds for that but yeah no i i grew up i i couldn't i'm an oakland a's fan a sad oakland a's fan but they are my team my parents had season tickets in the late 80s had to sell them because some fucking burden on their life happened in 1990 um and they that was me by the way and they um they had to uh they they had the, one of their funny stories was in oakland in the late 80s um you know that was when oakland really started to take a little bit of a turn for the worse and uh never really hopped out of that but there was a guy selling like you know uh what's that what's that thing called scalping scalpers right scalping they're they're outside the stadium who needs tickets this is a world series 1988 there they get beat by the dodgers my parents are about to watch oral hershiser throw damn near like a two-hit shutout or something it was just insane and uh this guy's holding out tickets and this kid runs up and just steals him out of his hand and books it. They said it was the fastest they ever saw anybody move like this kid. Did they see um, what he looked like before that happened? Yeah, he was Irish Catholic. Um, oh, that's so, confused. Yeah, it was that, we were known for our speed, as you know, <laughs> and, and being from a big community in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, he was black, actually, the kid. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I know, yeah, I was like, yeah, that was... Something I didn't see coming, but uh, anywho, so to set the scene for the today's game, we were watching this game five, the final game of the Subway series, and this was a very hyped up series in the year 2000. Uh, the Yankees are coming off a huge run in the 90s where they basically would play the Braves every fucking World Series. Mm-hmm. One year they played the Padres, beat the absolute breaks off the Padres in the World Series, it was a joke, 
absolute joke of a Padres team in there. Um, and when I say that, I just mean they went against maybe the best baseball team of all time was the 98 Yankees. The Padres just don't deserve to win anything, in my opinion. They're just like a fake franchise made to pad yeah. stats for people. I wasn't going to say it, but you're right. I mean, you you. I don't like if I ever met a guy in an office like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Padre, so I would like literally rub his back for him. Like, yeah. What's you need someone to talk to or what? Yeah. I'd everything, like, you, yeah, everything, kind of actual dads, maybe <laughs> like, yeah. All the stereotypes you hear about Los Angeles are, I feel, more accurate about San Diego. Like in terms of as a sports place, like the sports, like the 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 whole oh. like you know like, the indifference and the whole thing. That's a San Diego thing far more. L.A. has a f- major sports fanaticism. It's yeah. just that you only see the fucking celebrity row of people. And even some of the celebrities are real fans. I mean, fucking Jack Nicholson is oh, the yeah. biggest fan of basketball NBA that has ever existed. So, like, imagine being Jack Nicholson and still going to every Lakers game and having it stipulated in your contract for every movie that you have Lakers games off from so shooting. Big. Like, so you can be yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. You guys, so I know like Rob Lowe is a big LA sports fan too. I know he's always he always seems to be at games. They always show him. He's always just like yeah, really he's cool. always there. Oh, who Diane Cannon was always a a, a frequent uh, front side uh, courtside uh, Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a season ticket holder. I don't know if she's still alive, but she was there forever. She was like right alongside <laughs> Jack Nicholson. But San Diego is the place where like it's fun in the sun and nobody actually gives a shit. Uh, yeah. It should be noted. So yeah, I don't know anything about the intricacies of the West coast uh, dynamics between um, things like that. That's always, I actually yeah, like baseball, especially for like West coast teams uh, and other sports. I'm just kind of have like a slight animosity towards it for baseball. I'm just like, yeah, let's throw it on do this late at night. Let's do it. It's yeah. a big, it's a big, the Dodgers were because ever since the '88 World Series, they they were like this was L.A. was Dodger Town, um, all all through the '90s it was Dodger Town. It's still b- very largely a Dodger Town. Um, it means a lot here. Um, Fernando Venezuela, Venezuela, Fernando Valenzuela, not communist, Venezuela. yeah, yeah, no Valenzuela. He was like the Mexican idol when he exploded in '81. Yeah. Um, so he got like the Mexican population all up in baseball. Uh, and he was really exciting to, to watch because he was fat and, you know, threw a screwball. Um, the fat, fat, ball, fat best baseball players. Is there anything better in the world? Yeah, he, was, the he was Cologne. He was the Cologne of his time for sure. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was absolutely just, just hefty. He had a shitty haircut. Just was just Man, like, I can't tell you how fucking depressed I was after uh, following the entire because the 2015 Mets season, dude, I literally followed that like religion. Like, I'm pretty sure I watched like. If I missed a game, it had to have been like less than ten of that season. Like wow. I had nothing going on. Damn, I was like just literally like listening to it on the radio because I was just like I got nothing better to do for the summer. I don't yeah. know what was going on. I must knowing all the up. local commercials by heart and shit. Yeah. yeah, I know it. I know the feeling. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that 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 crushed me, man. I was like, I had like some fat dickhead. Uh, I don't remember what he was. He was like a TA in my editing class who would like come in. He was like a bald guy with a beard and like mm. the like rectangle black glasses. Cool. And he was wearing like a fucking Royals hat every fucking day. And I would have a Mets hat on and he'd be like, Oh yeah. I was just like trying to like search. I was like, dude, I, I don't want to talk to you. I don't even care if you're doing like <laughs> sports talk right now. And then when that, like the fucking Royals won, that I was like, damn, that, that, that guy that got that win over me. 
I got one yeah. exchange between our two paths crossing in life. Yeah, and the Mets would then would lose the 2000 World Series, but that's not important right now. But to set the scene, Game Two, you have the I don't I don't even know if this guy did steroids, but I know the pitcher for sure did. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say this was a roid rage moment. Um, in Game Two, in the first inning, uh, Mike Piazza breaks his bat, and I'll play the clip right here. Uh, Roger Clemens didn't respond well to a guy breaking his bat. The barrel of the bat comes back at Roger Clemens, and he fires the bat back toward Piazza, who is going down the first baseline. That is all Roger Clemens there. A moment the fucking ump laughing. Yeah. And thankfully not much more on the field than these two benches emptying and the players. Now in a well, let's show the replay. They will. It's a good, they got it. They get some good angles. Joe, there were a lot of people who defended Roger Clemens when he hit Mike Piazza in the head. I was one of them. In my view right now, Roger Clemens is dead wrong. You can't take up... The better part of the bat, the fat what? part of the bat, and fire it into foul territory near Piazza. Obviously, Piazza didn't mean to do that. My gosh, that's a blatant act. Foolish, <laughs> foolish. Why is he not? Why didn't he get tossed? Yeah, and that's doing? the crazy part. He like Man, literally pitches the rest of the game. I'll tell you, that's crazy. That, that is a blatant yeah. act right there. Piazza has every right. Wow. What if it just went into his fucking neck and he just bled out? Like you're just like Yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that type of shit should just happen in a series between the Mets and the Yankees though. Like that needs no, to happen. It, made, like it that. made so much sense yeah. for that to happen. Like it was it was and and like I said, this is fucking peak roid rage baseball. Two thousand. Yeah. This is just like I don't know if Piazza was on steroids, but the guy was built like he was on steroids. Let's just say yeah, that much. Yeah. He was he was he was huge. He was playing during an era where it was very much encouraged. And Clemens for sure was on steroids. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but Piazza never like I feel like Piazza was good enough that if he were on steroids, he would have, you know, been cracking huge numbers. And he never did for home runs. Like he never got more than 40, right? I mean, he always no. kind of was like 35, 40. 30 40 home runs um i feel like if he was because and he was doing that right off the bat i feel like if he was roiding up he could have gone some crazy he could have gone for some crazy numbers because he was like naturally a great player and but also he was a he was a catcher too it's tough it's it, being a catcher it takes a lot out of you man too like for the it power sure does it, like i don't even know what the he probably had i think he had the home run record if not pudge him or pudge i think pudge might have broke his record uh, for home runs as a catcher, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, it was like it's 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 impressive. The final home game for these men at Chase Stadium for the season. They're hoping this isn't their final game. Period. Down three games to one. Game five. Yankees. And Piazza is also sort of a pretty boy. I think he had. I think he had rumors of uh, bisexuality hovering over him. Am I wrong? Like, am I like? I felt like there were there were thoughts about him because he was kind of always such a. Uh, I don't know, certain kind of, he had a dandyish demeanor, you know? 
I, I'm just going to Google Mike Piazza gay. It has to just do that. Just results for that. Yeah. So yeah. It, on out, out sports, which is a, which is a SB nation blog about gay, potentially gay athletes, which I'd love to meet the mod of that. Um, Sus, Suswatch by Bleacher Report. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so this is, this is in the homophobia tab of, of, of the uh, SB Nation blog out sports. That's my homepage. I got that book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like my bright, bright bark crying tab. Yeah. And that's brought to you by Manscaping, too, by the way. The homophobia. It, uh, Mike Piazza would be the king of Manscaped if he played in this era, by the way. And, uh, but he says, celebrating LGBTQ sports in history, Mike Piazza announces, I'm not gay, I'm heterosexual. So that's in the homophobia tab is just him not being gay. You can't ever do that, dude. If you're actually straight, like even if he was, like you're just like dumb if you do. And that. heterosexual is a very like is what you. That's would the say gayest way gay. to say it. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no gayer way to say that. I'm not, I, don't, not I think Aaron Rodgers is the only person who did it any gayer. And he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. And he and so. Aaron, well, Aaron Rodgers at least likes men in in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, but he really, like, really likes women. So it, you know. yeah. Is I mean Aaron Rodgers dated like famously like muscly girls too like mm. for a while like Danica Patrick is a man. I'm like, not gay. I'm yeah. of the heterosexual persuasion. <laughs> Mike Piazza. He literally no, said it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And uh, so and on this game, you have the call. I'll get a little sound. I don't know if you guys recognize this announcer's voice. John, sure. John thinking of the industry, right? Right. You guys, do you guys recognize his voice at all? Joe Buck? No, it is. I, I could be Joe Buck, but I thought the last game, I, maybe they're not doing the whole series. Maybe they weren't doing the whole series, but I thought I couldn't tell if that maybe that is a younger Joe Buck. I thought this was Mark. Uh, I thought this was Tom Brenneman at first. I thought it was um, Joe Buck, too. I thought it was Joe Buck. And you see, I've been, sorry, I have a carrot in my mouth, but I've been in a dive bar with Joe Buck on karaoke so night called the daily pint here in santa monica and it was like and he was drunk and i think he was he was with a bunch of a bunch of floozies i think he had just been like he was going through that divorce of his or whatever mm-hmm. so he was really letting loose and he sang uh, a rendition of burning ring of fire that has seared itself into my mind forever. That is the per- if I couldn't name a, per- a more perfect song for fucking Joe Buck to sing at karaoke. I would love to hear that. Honestly, it was good. Do you mean good way? Like it? Um, like in a- it was like Joe Buck singing "Burning Ring of Fire." Down, down you know, like he's calling a fucking like he's calling uh, a down, 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 like a burning ring of fire. Oh and like, God, yeah, it was that. like just like listening to him call a game, but he's singing the johnny cash song so i feel pretty um tr- you know i'm I, I feel like pretty confident this is joe buck yeah um, and i i thought i so i i thought because I, I i now i looked up the announcer series they did actually alternate networks in the, in the series so it, or alternate fox crews i should say and it was tom brenneman doing game two on that thing so tom brenneman if you don't remember Jesus. he had the very the viral clip of him saying uh, his mic being left on uh, during the COVID year, I want to say, of baseball. And he was said something, something. It's the fag capital of the That's world. That's that guy? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. One of the best ones ever. And then he announced it when he announced the home run dramatically during his apology. Where he's like, I'm sorry, I've offended many people in the guy, and that's a high drive to left field. He, he said, he said it like that. I might not be here tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
absolute classic, man. And he's back now, by the way. Is he? Thank God, dude. So he and I had, dude, they made him go announce in like the Caribbean League for a little bit. And then they, he got a job back. I don't think it's with Fox, but it's with someone else. So as respect. long as he's still calling games, I'm, I'm fine he's with that. He's a legend, dude. dude. His dad I mean, was, that, yeah. was the Reds legendary announcer in the 70s and stuff. Like he took uh, Al Michaels' job when Al Michaels started going on to football. It's like, so it's the dude, it's announcing family. The guy's allowed yeah. to say fag. I'm sorry. Wait, and what city was he referring to? That that is the eternal question. Oh, we don't even know, dude. Because first off, like, I think I mean, okay, what are your top three cities for that? Mm, Okay, wait. So, what game was he announcing at the time? Do we know? Okay, we don't know. Was it not Kansas City? I I want to say it was. Yeah, that it looked like the Royal Stadium. Because I, I, because it's like funny. Because how is Kansas City the fag capital of the world? What no, he, he was, yeah, he was probably. I mean, there, you know, back then though, it was very Reds and Royals. Place. Yeah, yeah, Reds and Royals. Reds and Royals. It was really commonplace for people to just talk about how gay San Francisco was all the time. I remember yeah. this. Like it was like the most basic. It was like the most like you know throwaway thing everybody would talk about. So that's obviously got to be in the top three options. I'm I'm hoping there is a weird. I'm hoping like he was talking about the island of capri you know in naples like <laughs> a real fat capital yeah. yeah like a real old school fat capital i don't want, i hope he wasn't just talking about san francisco honestly yeah no that would have been that would have been a, a letdown but I, I am wondering too so i don't think it could have been san francisco because like you said it's too obvious he had to like he sounded yeah. like he was alerting somebody like hey if you didn't think that place was gay i got no he was he was a cincinnati announcer right at the yeah, time I'm- yeah, because yeah. It, it was definitely. I remember because I think I want to say like Matt and Shane's secret podcast was talking about this. I'm okay. pretty sure they were like li- he was literally just saying that Kansas City was the fat <laughs> capital of the world, which somebody, is insane. Somebody meet well, you know, Brennan deep cut, there. deep yeah. cut. I would. I, he I knows something thrown, I don't. I mean, you know, well, yeah. I, I would have thrown in another curveball, something like maybe Key West. Key West has like an old timey gay reputation um yeah. but less obvious than like you know Provincetown or fire mm-hmm. island and so maybe <laughs> i was thinking so you know if it's good, i would have said not, um i would have said anchorage alaska but i don't know if they don't have oh you're BT, right man. hey guys if you like what you see in the video and want to see more go ahead and click the link in the description that's patreon.com slash the back wall filthy armenian and i are going to be doing lots of classic games we'd love for you to join us again that's patreon.com slash the back wall